If you or someone you love struggles with a gambling addiction, please call 1-800-GAMBLER today and please gamble responsibly. Hello, everyone, and welcome into another episode of Sports Betting by Dummies. I am your host, Patty Parlays, and joining me, the very thirsty man, the man who's never lost, Tyler. Tyler, welcome in. I'm sorry you did not have a chance to get a beverage. Uh, it's okay. Uh, I promise I won't die of thirst on pod. So it, was that uh, was that on the intro? It might be. It, it very well could be on the intro. Yeah. <laughs> Apologies. I, I <laughs> hey we're starting off with a bang we're we're off and we're running um but tyler if you'd like to go get a beverage me and Diz can just bullshit for like two minutes if you want to go get a drink uh, yeah let me uh just back on out here youtube visitors enjoy the view <laughs> and joining me as always the voice of god the green goblin himself Diz. Diz, welcome in buddy hey thanks patty i i i I really don't know how to feel right now. I don't know what to bet on. I'm not good at betting right now. Granted, I'm never good at betting, so maybe I don't feel that off. But um, it seems like uh, every day in the office, I gotta, I gotta dig a little deep at 4:30 to find some bets. Um, so you, you guys are gonna, you guys are gonna see that come out to play here in this podcast. So uh, I'm feeling all right. I'm feeling all right. How are you feeling, Patty? You know, I'm, I'm great. You know, got off work a little bit early today. Some expected inclement weather. Um, Friday's right around the corner. We're finally settling down from year end. You know, things things are looking up, looking up for Patty Parlays over here. What does the inclement weather have to do with you getting off work early? Just curious. It's a flood warning. Like the flooding, and then it's supposed to get down to like below like to sixteen degrees tonight, and it's might some of that water might turn to some ice and stuff, and so you know we just so sick. So I'm gonna get caught in traffic. That's dope. Possibly, yeah. But that just means you get to stay on the pod. That just means you get to stay on the podcast a little bit longer. Good point. It's a good point. I'm a glass half full kind of guy. For the record, I stay on the pod even if I get home. Sometimes the hard six outs are when I got shit to do. And that's been like the past two weeks. I mean, you hit Valentine's Day, man. Valentine's Day, I understand. Valentine's Valentine's Day, Day, I understand. But I feel like the three or four episodes before that, you were like, all right, 530 is fine, but we got a hard six cutoff. I had shit going on, dude. You got to stop scheduling shit on podcast day. That's all I'm saying. This is all I'm saying. Is we switch this start to 530 because of you. So if if, if we got to adjust because of you, I just, I got to adapt. I'm not there yet. Mm-hmm. Fair point. Fair point. But yeah, Diz, you make a very good point. We are in a tough, uh, tough sledding, tough situation as far as sports betting goes. Football's over. Tonight's the last night for basketball for a week because then the NBA is going to the all-star break. The NHL is going, but it's still hard to bet on the NHL. And then all we pretty much have left is college basketball. So a little bit of a tease for tomorrow's episode we are going to hit college basketball hard. I'm not exactly sure what we are going to do yet, whether it's just looking at the college basketball slate for the whole weekend. Maybe we give a little power rankings, you know, maybe who we predict to make the final four. 
we'll make tomorrow's episode pretty much all basically all about college basketball. Or like a YouTube video I can watch, you know, like when you watch a show for the first time in like a year and it and YouTube has like the what you need to know about this season. Can I is there like a is there like a five minute YouTube video like what you need to know about the college basketball twenty twenty two season? Are you saying we need to create a five minute YouTube video on what you need to know for the college basketball season, even though we have no I'm nothing saying about it? I need to I'm saying I need to watch that video. We, I could not create that. I need to watch that video because I haven't even really followed it that much at all. All I know is that the home team in the Big Ten normally wins, and Purdue's really good, and IU's going to tank and miss the tournament. That's all I know. That's all I know. Hey, you you could be our Big Ten expert. Sounds like you know a decent amount about the Big Ten, but that's the one conference we all pretty much know. Well, Diz covered. It looks like we have tomorrow off, boys. <laughs> <laughs> what? Wait, what? Say that again? I said, you covered all the college basketball right there. Looks like we can take tomorrow off. <laughs> but, also, Pat. Go ahead. It's milk because winners drink milk, and that's what we're going to give out tonight. Bingo. What a ringing endorsement. Big, big fan. He went and got the beverage, tied in the beverage to the episode. I mean, we're we're rolling on all cylinders here, boys. Is it milk? Is he drinking milk right now? He is drinking milk. Fuck yeah, I'm one of the few milk stands left alive. My roommates give me shit for drinking milk every time I do, so I'm glad you're drinking milk. Also, sidebar, uh, I, had a, I had an appointment today uh, at a dairy farm. This, this place in the middle of nowhere uh, had 6,500 cows. They're Dear milking God. these cows. They're milking these cows three times a day, sending <laughs> off 12 tankers. 12 semi-tankers every day, and they do uh, manure. They turn manure into fertilizer. So this place is making fat stacks. So anyone who says milk is dying is wrong. I saw it today for myself, and they're probably going to buy from me, which is a huge win uh, in my professional career. So shout out to milk. This might be a milk podcast going forward. We need to reach out to, like, The like got milk foods. people. Yeah, well, that, that's a fraudulent that's a, that was a scam. I don't want to get into that. Oh, it was? But, okay. but if we get into, like, Prairie Farms or, like, Overwise, Pat, work on getting an <laughs> Overwise sponsorship. We're big dairy people. And you basically you're saying that the farms are ready for the workday now. The, the, the farm that, I, that I'm that i setting up tomorrow, yes, they, they, they are ready for the workday. <laughs> which that just gave away my company. Shit. I was really hoping to stay anonymous on this podcast. That is not the uh, first time on this podcast we have hopefully, used hopefully that no one, slogan. Hopefully no one – I don't think any of my coworkers listen to this. Uh, well, they also don't know your name. Yeah, exactly. I mean – True, I do – yeah, true, true, true. So, anyways. Anyways, yeah, shout out to shout out to Dairy. Shout out to Milk. Shout out Milk. <laughs> Moving on, so we – we're going to start in the NBA, but boys, I'm going to be honest, we have a very small NBA slate tonight. Last NBA slate before the All-Star break, these, some I know at least one of these games is like a makeup game from earlier on in the season. I don't know if it's because of COVID or whatever, but um, we will run through these quickly. Um, so the first game we have Heat at Hornets. The Heat are four-and-a-half point favorites. The over-under is 226-and-a-half. There's Jake for his uh, daily appearance on the podcast. Thank you, Jake. Um, 
But the Hornets are 15 and 12 ATS at home. The Heat are 19 and 13 ATS away. Heat four and two ATS the last six. Hornets one and five, one five and one ATS the last seven. Hayward, Martin, and McDaniel's is out for the Hornets. Deadman and Harrow are out for the Heat. Jimmy Butler is now probable for tonight, so I think he is going to play. Um, Tyler, what do you think about this one? Uh, I was kind of on kind of on the fence to or with Butler being questionable. You say he's probable. Mm-hmm. I think uh, probably leaning Hornets. Or sorry, I misspoke. Heat on that one, then <laughs> I was oh. like, "What? What are we talking about?" Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, no, I'm not going to lean Hornets because the Heat's best player is playing. That'd be silly. That would be silly. Um, Diz, any any thoughts on this one? The spread, I I didn't, I didn't hear when you said the spread. The, you, what's the line? Four and a half for the Heat. Yeah, that that that's not too big of a line. I would lean Heat as well. All right, good deal. Uh, moving on, the Wizards at the Nets. Nets four point favorites over under two eighteen and a half. Uh, the Nets own all the major offensive categories, but the Nets are a shocking six twenty and one ATS at home. Wizards eight eighteen and one ATS away, so not much better. Um, but the Wizards three sixteen and one ATS their last twenty. Nets three one and one ATS their last five. Porzing God is out for Washington, um, and then Hachimura is questionable. Gafford has been cleared to play, so he is playing tonight. Um, the Nets obviously are without Durant, Harris, Irving, and Simmons. This one, now this one was tough for me. Um, I was leaning Nets just because they've looked better of late. I mean, the Wizards haven't covered a game in like God knows how long. And uh, when the now now that the Nets are playing with Drummond and Curry, they look at least serviceable. They they look like they can put up a fight and win. I know last night they were down big and ended up coming back and beating the Knicks. Um, but uh, what what are your thoughts on this game, uh, boys, for tonight? Tyler, you go first because I know nothing about either of these teams, especially if the Nets don't have Durant, Simmons, or Kyrie. Yeah. Um, also, with the Wizards lost to the Pacers last night, so just just throwing that out there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These are two not great teams right now with who the Nets are missing. Um, looking at it, before I knew Durant, Harris, Irving, and Simmons were out, I was thinking this looked like a game we might look at the over for. I know Diz is about that life, but because I was actually looking at the stats between the two uh, the two teams, their average points, it's only a uh, plus 0. 0.7 on the over-under spread hmm. of what they average, but with those guys missing, I'm not sure about that anymore. So, uh, this one's fully up to you, Pat. I'm, I'm no help on this one. Yeah, th- th- this one was tough, but the the thing I keep going back to is the fact that the Wizards are 3-16-1 in their last 20, whereas the Nets have actually covered in like two or three straight. So, so are the Wizards the worst team in the East? Uh, started off strong, I believe. They did, but like like we said, they're three sixteen and one ATS the last twenty, and they've been underdogs in all those games. So they've they've lost and they've lost bad. Um, the the thing about the Wizards too is they went and they traded Dinwiddie, which Dinwiddie was playing, 
for Porzingis, Porzing God, and Porzing God hasn't played since he's been on the Wizards. So the past like week or so, they basically traded away a starter for someone that hasn't been playing. Um, so that's you know somewhat of a factor. But even before that point, they were still kind of trending in the wrong direction. Um, the, the Wizards are definitely a bottom three team in the East, I would think. Ride the Nets. All right, moving on. Mavericks at Pelicans. Um, Mavericks three-point favorites over under 215.5. Pelicans 15-13-1 ATS at home. Mavericks 15-12 and 12 ATS away. Mavericks five and one ATS their last six. Pelicans six and three ATS their last nine. Hardaway is still out for the Mavericks. Tyler, what are you what are you thinking about this one? Uh, we've been fading the Pelicans with some decent success lately, haven't we? Yeah, the, I don't know if it's the last game or the last two games that McCollum kind of started showing up and showing out, and they've actually been covering, but. Um... The way the Mavericks have been playing of late, I mean, has been really, really good. Even since trading away Porzing God. Um, well, I mean, he's been hurt anyways. So. Right. And and I think Dinwiddie's been coming off the bench and playing for him, I think. I mean, I'm with you on Mavericks, if that's what you're thinking on this one. That 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 was what I was thinking. Um, Diz, any, any thoughts from you, or are you just rolling with the boys? I'll roll with the boys on this one. All right, good deal. This next one, and probably arguably the best game of the night, the 76ers at the Bucks. Bucks six and a half point favorites over under 223 and a half. Bucks 11 and 19 ATS at home. 76ers 17 and 11 ATS away. 76ers 2 and 5 ATS their last seven. Bucks 2 and 3 ATS their last five. Harden is obviously out for the 76ers. Grayson Allen is out for the Bucks. Um, I, I, this one I kind of struggled a bit with. Um, so Tyler, I'm, I'm curious to think or hear what you have to say about this one. I mean, I'm, I'm definitely thinking bucks on this one. No hard and like, what's the point total? Two twenty three and a half. Hammer the over, baby. When in doubt, take the points. Uh, the two teams' averages combined is 220.3 points, I believe. So the over is actually 3.2 points over their combined averages. And and I'm worried, too, not so much for the 76ers standpoint, um, but with Grayson Allen being out for the Bucks. I mean, he's a starter. He's a three-point shooter. He can put up you know points fast. Without him in there, I don't know that they are as focused on shooting from three. I don't know. I I was leaning Bucks in this. I mean, I I like to fade both of these teams because the better the teams are record wise, a lot of times the spreads are ridiculously in their favor. Um, one of the things I was actually looking at, and I want to see if I can find it because I could not find it earlier, but I feel like if the Bucks are going to win they're going to score more than 125 points. If you look at their last stretch of a few games, the games when they scored 125 or more, they won. And then the games they didn't, they lost. So I'm trying to find a like a home team total. And uh, maybe, oh, here we go, home team total points, 114.5. So what if what if we do like an over 114.5 for the Bucks, and then a Bucks money line bet? Kind of a no. little, little parlay action. 
Can I push you one further? I know Diz is going to like this. If you think the Bucks are going to score 125, don't you think the actual game will go over as well? Also fair. Throw that in there for a little added value if that's your line of oh, thinking. Oh, so, oh, oh, a little three-legger. Okay. All right, I can dig it. So that I'll if you put those can bump that value up. If you put those three together, so we have Bucks money line, Bucks team total over one fourteen and a half, and the over of two twenty three. That's plus one fifty seven value. I am a big fan of that, and we are throwing that in the hail mary parlay of the day, and also one of my dumbest dummy bets. Ooh, we're 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 going for the trifecta here, boys. Going big. I like that. We we all we all had a part of that uh, that little parlay there. Good deal. All right, and then the final game tonight we have the Rockets at the Clippers. The Clippers ten and a half point favorites over under two twenty eight and a half. Clippers thirteen and seventeen ATS at home. The Rockets fifteen fifteen and one ATS away. Rockets one and five ATS their last six. Uh, let me get to the next page. This is ridiculous. Uh, and then uh, Clippers, 3-2 and two ATS their last five. Uh, Norman Powell is out for the Clippers, obviously, along with Kawhi and Paul George. And then, uh, so, Christian Wood is now officially playing tonight. Porter is still, actually, Porter might be doubtful, I think it was. But Eric Gordon was ruled out, which was a surprise. Um, so, Tyler, what's... You, I think you had a thought or a uh, possibly a play on the total here uh, from earlier. Uh, from what I was seeing, stats coming from ESPN, the Rockets average 108.4 points per game. Clips average 106.3 per game. That's 214.7, and I believe you said the line was 228.5. That's a difference of 13.8 points. And with Eric Gordon being out, yeah, and possibly with... Kevin Porter. I mean, that's that's just less scoring. Eric Gordon doesn't play defense. Yeah. We know that. Eric Gordon's a shooter. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm good with the under in this one. Uh, Diz, I know you don't um, usually take unders, but how how are you feeling about that one? I mean, your logic's there. Um, I, I'm 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 not gonna bash it because it makes sense. I'm just not gonna take it respectfully, of course. Respectfully, but I'll what are you guys doing? Hilarious. I just like to look for like variances like that, and you know the rest of the games are you know plus three point seven, plus point seven, plus three point one, plus three point two, and then this one's plus thirteen point eight. Like it just kind of seemed like the line was off. Maybe they know something I don't, but and I mean, Patty, you're crafting your hail mary parlay, correct? That is correct. So I, I mean, it's not it's not a majority of your bets are unders. You're still rooting on fun things to happen. If only like one or two are unders, I'll let that slide. I mean, <laughs> we, it, we took overs already sense. too. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. All right, perfect. And now that we're done with the NBA, we are going into the NHL in a little game called Can Pat Announce the Starting Goalkeepers for either of these teams? Oh, it's, Let's go. It's always a roller coaster ride. Uh, I know Diz constantly likes to make fun of me for it, but he also says, you know, fake it till you make it. So I apologize ahead of time if I butcher any of these goaltenders' names. Yo, before you start this, did you see the Florida Panthers uh, 
versus the Carolina Hurricanes game last night at all, Pat? I didn't see any of it, but I saw some highlights from it, and, I mean, unbelievable victory for the Panthers. See the skater that saved that puck late in the third? Yes, I didn't know when that occurred, but that is insane. That's like some NHL-level, like, NHL video game-level, like, BS. I believe it was 2-2 two to two in the third. He saves that, and then the the uh, the Panthers won it in overtime. So I was I I, w- I was not watching, but I saw the highlights in the morning. I was juiced up. It was insane. I mean, it was all over social media, but it was it was insane. So go Panthers, baby, we're back. I don't know what the hell happened for two weeks. There was literally back. a two week hiatus. I looked at their schedule. They had a game scheduled February first, and they had a game scheduled yesterday, which was February sixteenth. Like that was it. Hey, well. Hey, we'll take a two-week break. Boys are boys are fresh. We're hitting the ice with fresh legs. Feeling good. And you guys won on the road, which had been historically or typically this season your your downfall. And they beat a very good Carolina Hurricanes team in Carolina. So the pa- the Panthers. I mean, you may look to take a flyer on them to win the Stanley Cup. I mean, I know I already did, but I think they're at like plus eight hundred. The last I checked. Nah, because they're gonna have to play the Hurricanes or the Lightning in the first round again. Well, I don't think the Lightning are as good this year as they were last year. Um, Vasilevsky, They'll be good in the playoffs. They do it every year. I don't know, but... They, they've crafted getting hot at the right time. Well, yeah, fair. Um, but but let's, let's get into the slate. We have quite the slate. We have more stuff to talk about with the NHL, so let's, let's get this rolling. Uh, first game tonight, Blues at Canadians. The Blues are minus 330 on the money line, over under 6.5. I will say that the... Uh, the line has come down for that. Um, so the Blues are like only like minus 280 on the money line now. But um, Huso is in net for the Blues. He has a 93.9% save percentage. Pretty good. Montembeau is uh, in net for the Canadians. Uh, 89.4% save percentage. Um, the Blues own all offensive categories. The Canadians 5-17-1 at home. 8 and 15 ATS at home, so that's plus one and a half for most of those games. Um, Blues 10, 8, and 3 away, 11 and 10 ATS away. Blues 9 and 4 straight up their last 13. Canadians a whopping 0 and 10 in their last 10. I am leaning the Blues at minus one and a half here at minus 115. Um, do you boys have any thoughts or discrepancies or anything like that? Are you taking minus 115 because the value is so bad to take a money line out, right? Yes, that, that is definitely part of it. But also, um, this is one of the rare ones where I looked at the ATS as well. And even with the ATS, which in hockey you get some weird ATS because a lot of these games are decided by one goal. But even even looking at the minus 1.5 versus the plus 1.5, the Blues still have an advantage against the Canadians. So um, value is definitely a play. Um, but I, I do think that the Canadians are the worst team in hockey. There we go. Em- empty netter or two at the end. Yeah. Perfect. I'll, yeah. I'll ride with that. Tyler's in. Tyler's not a real hockey I mean, guy. <laughs> uh, all, all I'm looking at is Canadians 0-10 against the spread last 10 games, and I don't know much about hockey, but that makes me say fade the Canadians at all costs. So. All right. Perfect. Moving on, Red Wings at the Rangers. The Rangers are minus 205 on the money line, over under is six. Uh, 
Nedeljevic is in net for the Red Wings. He has a 90.7 save percentage. And then Shesterkin is in net for the Rangers. He has a 93.8% save percentage. Uh, the Rangers, again, own all offensive categories. Rangers, 16-4-2 at home, 10-12 ATS. Red Wings, 7-13-3 away, 8-15 ATS. Red Wings, 3-2 their last five. Rangers, 8-3 their last 11. I am leaning the Rangers in regulation. That is the 60-minute line at minus 135 value. Diz, what say you? So I think I'm liking the over, but I could see it as a trap because both of these goaltenders are fantastic. Right. Rangers put up goals, and I think the Red Wings, Red Wings struggle to score on the road. Yeah. So I'm all right with Rangers and regulation, but I'm liking the over six as well. I could see a push there, um, but the Rangers can score. Remember, if you remember back, I had a 100 piece on uh, Panthers Rangers <laughs> over, um, and that came through for me. So I like taking the over when the Rangers are playing, but I support the Rangers and regulation. All right, we'll go Rangers and regulation unless Tyler has some groundbreaking insight. Nothing. <laughs> uh, this next one is actually one of my favorite ones of the night. The Senators at the Sabres. Sabres minus 118 on the money line. Over under is six. Gustavsen is Gustavsen? I don't know even. Is in net for the Senators. 89.2% save percentage. Anderson is in net for the Sabres. Much easier to say. 91.6% save percentage. The Sabres surprisingly own all offensive categories. Sabres 8 and 12 8 12 and 4 at home, Senators 8 11 and 3 away. Sabres 6 and 13 the last 19, Senators 2 and 3 the last 5. And uh I, I think in this one I like the Sabres just because of the home ice and the better goaltending. The Sabres are actually surprisingly uh have been playing well at home. They don't really play well anywhere, but if you can't bet the Sabres on the road, but at home, even at like this good a value against a bad Senators team, I, I'm, I'm leaning Sabres, Diz. I don't know if Diz hit a dead spot or if he just has nothing to add. Yeah, I, yeah, I support that. I don't really know how to feel about this, and I'm hitting the dead spot, so full send for me. Okay, dead spot. I support it. Okay, uh, this next one, Penguins at Maple Leafs. The Maple Leafs are minus 154 on the money line. The over-under is at a whopping 6.5. Uh, Jari is in net for the Penguins, 92.5% save percentage. Campbell in net for the Leafs, 92.1% save percentage. Both very good goalies. Leafs, 17-4-1 at home. Penguins, 17-5-3 away from home. Penguins, 4-1 in the last five. Leaves seven and two last nine. I mean, both these teams are fantastic. They're pretty much in a deadlock in my eyes up to this point. So where do we go, Tyler, if we don't like a side in the game? Oh no, where do we go, Pat? We go to the total. <laughs> we go to the over-under. The total has gone over for the Penguins in four of their last six. The total has gone over for the Leaves in seven of their last eight. The six and a half is not going to scare me away from taking the over here. I am taking six and a half and hope for a good game with pucks on net. I'm Love it. it. I'll never, I'll never turn down an over. <laughs> uh, the next game, Capitals at Flyers. Capitals minus 194 on the money line. Over-under is at six. 
Samsonoff is in net for the Capitals, 90.6 save percentage. Jones is in net for the Flyers, 90.1 save percentage. Capitals own all major offensive categories. Flyers, 8, 11, and 4 at home. Capitals, 15, 5, and 4 away from home. Capitals, 2 and 3 the last 5. Flyers, a whopping 2 and 16 their last 18. I am leaning the Capitals in regulation here at the minus 120 value. Almost seems too good to be true. I know, right? I, I think part uh, of the- what's the is it what's the difference between money line and regulation? Money line means they win no matter what. In regulation means they have oh, to I win. Oh, I mean value. I mean value. I mean value. Uh, money line is minus one ninety four. Winning in regulation is minus one twenty. That's a good value jump, though. Yeah, absolutely. I think a lot of people sleep on the. Winning in regulation in in hockey, I think it's one of the most underutilized bets in the whole game. Good value, Chase. Um, Bruins at Islanders. The Islanders minus one ten on the money line. Over under is five and a half. Olmark is in net for the Bruins. Ninety point nine save percentage. Sor- Sorokin is in net for the Islanders. Ninety one point nine percent save percentage. The Bruins own all major offensive categories. Islanders nine ten and three at home. Bruins twelve six and three away. Bruins three and nine or three and six are last nine. Islanders one and four last five. I can't believe we are getting the Bruins at basically even money on the money line. I think we have to hammer the Bruins here. Yeah, I agree. You nailed it. Spot on. I got nothing else to add. Okay. I feel I feel like I'm not adding a lot, but you're kind of saying everything that needs to be said. So it's a testament to you. Well, that's what I tried to do. And with hockey, it's a lot different than the NBA. There's a lot less to discuss. There's a lot less variables. It's pretty much just the numbers that you're purely looking at. Um, it was the sa- it was always the same thing in the MLB too, right, Diz? When we would go through the MLB, I would lay out the pitcher stats, the hitting stats, this, that, or the other. It's great information. You can make your own decision based off of that but it's hard to really, like, argue or rebuttal against it. Yeah. Yeah, I feel that. So, moving on, we have the Seattle Kraken at the Winnipeg Jets. The Jets minus 182 on the money line. The over-under is at 6. Grubauer is in net for the Kraken with an 88.5 save percentage. Comrie is in net for the Jets, a 92 save percentage. Uh, Jets own all offensive categories. Jets 12-9-1 at home. Kraken seven thirteen and two away. Kraken six and fourteen the last twenty. Jets four and nine the last thirteen. I'm leaning Jets in regulation at minus one ten. Yeah, it's good value. If we're riding regulations, we, we gotta we gotta hope the favorites can do it in sixty tonight. Guys. I was gonna say we if if we have a lot of overtimes tonight, we might be down bad. But that's a risk yeah, we're I, willing I support, to take. It's worth it's worth the value chase, I'd say. And I and I much I definitely prefer the in regulation as opposed to like a minus one and a half. And I, I would agree with that as well. I know a lot of people say that doesn't really matter. There's not that big of a difference, especially with the empty net. But from experience, I think in regulation is hands above the minus one and a half. Well, the thing about the one and a half is if it doesn't if it doesn't get done in regulation they're not going to win by one and a half so it's it's almost like a contradiction anyways like just take them in regulation yeah 
Uh, I'd just like to add, I did not know there was an NHL team named the Jets. The Winnipeg Jets. Yeah, they're from Canada. Didn't know that. There Learned you go. Something new every day. Perfect. Good, good reason listening to hey, the pod. the logo's dope. Tyler, check it out. Their logo's dope. I used to play with them on NHL when I was growing up. The Winnipeg Jets. All right, moving on. We have the Blue Jackets at the Blackhawks. The Blackhawks are minus 152 on the money line. The over-under is six. Uh, Merzlikens is in net for the Blue Jackets. Uh, 90.4 save percentage. Soderblom is in net for the Blackhawks. He has an 88.1% save percentage. Blackhawks 8, 11, and 3 at home. Blue Jackets 11 and 13 away. Blue Jackets 5 and 2 their last 7. Blackhawks 3 and 8 their last 11. I'm leaning Blue Jackets here, Diz, and I can't believe we are getting them at plus money. Isn't it because you might, uh, maybe I just missed it in your stats, but aren't the Blackhawks an entirely different team in the United Center? They are, but they're still only 8, 11, and 3 on the season at home, and the Blue Jackets are 11 and 13 away from home. So the. The Blue Jackets are the better team away from home than the Blackhawks are at home. And then throw in the fact that the Blue Jackets are 5-2 and two their last 7 compared to 3-8 and eight their last 11, and I'm getting the Blue Jackets, who have the better goalie in this situation, at plus money. Any chance? Is it plus 1.5? I'd feel a little more at ease at plus 1.5. Let me see what that value is. I'm worried that value is going to be horrific. Probably will be, but... Yeah, road pl- money road road money line scares me. I like the balls, but for one of the last legs in the Hail Mary parlay, it sketches me out a little bit. I would hate for it to come down to this one. So the Blue Jackets at plus one and a half is is minus two twenty. What about Blue Jackets in regulation? Because like we said, well, they're that, gonna that'll be even worse odds than them on the money line. True, 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 true. Uh, all right, all right, all right. All right. If if you if I you want to go, so if you want to go Blackhawks, we can go Blackhawks. Or I say we just stay away from this game. I didn't know staying away was an option in the Hail Mary parlay. Well, to be honest, we already have like seven legs without counting what we have in the NHL. Um, so if you wanted to stay away from this game, that that is fine. It's got to add an insane amount of value to the parlay, though, as the eighth leg being an underdog. It, it would. It certainly would. Do, do you trust my, my research and my numbers enough to t- take, a, take a risk here? Take a risk. All right. Take a chance on me. Hell yeah. Patty Sings ABBA. That's the name of the pod. <laughs> That that'll bring in so many new listeners and people. Patty sings ABBA and we love milk. Milk <laughs> milk is for winners. <laughs> milk is for winners. Well, that's I, oh. I lose a lot on this podcast. So Thank you, Jake, not. for saying that. I appreciate that. Uh, I've been a terrible job of uh, reading the chat while we've been going over this, but I I appreciate the love from from our boy Jake, who made a brief but stellar uh, appearance on the pod today. I mean, if Jake would like to come in and give some picks when we're done, uh, I I think we'd all like that. <laughs> all right, moving on. Ducks at the Oilers. Oilers minus 235 on the money line. The over-under is 6.5. Stolarz is in net for the Ducks with a 91.9 save percentage. Smith is in net for the Oilers with a 90.4 save percentage. 
Oilers 13 and 10 at home, Ducks 10, 10 and 5 away, Ducks 6 and 13 in their last 19, Oilers 8 and 3 their last 11. I lean the Oilers here, but I'll tell you what, Des, I don't like the value. So I'm I'm leaning towards staying away from this because I I could Black. definitely see Black. a world Black. where the Ducks win. Black. Black. Quack. 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 Uh I'd stay away. I like the ducks. Okay. Perfect. We'll stay away from that one then. Ducks hey, what's ducks money line though? If I was to add that to my dumbest stomach. What's ducks money line? Plus one eighty eight. Fucking cash that shit for me. <laughs> That's a little foreshadowing for the dumbest dummy. Love it. Love it. The final game on the ice, the Canucks at the Sharks. Canucks minus 125 on the money line, over under is five and a half. Our boy Demko is in net for the Canucks. Reamer is in net for the, or sorry, Demko has a 92.1 save percentage. I know we were just talking about him, but we got to give him his his due. We can't just skip over his save percentage. Uh, Reamer is in net for the Sharks with a 91.6 save percentage. Sharks 10 and 10 and 2 at home. Canucks 12, 12 and 3 away. Canucks 3 and 2 their last five. Sharks 1 and 6 last seven. I lean Canucks because they have the better goalie and a hotter current streak. Diz, I know you were big on the Sharks on last on Monday's episode, and that came back to bite us in the ass, but. Any any rebuttal or thought from you here? Well, my first thought was the Sharks goalie's name is Reamer, and I was going to say, Reamer, I just met her. It's been a couple <laughs> months since I got to throw one of those jokes on here. Uh, I love the Sharks as home uh, home dogs again. I know we lost it on Monday, but uh, I've always I've always been a fan of uh, home dogs, especially in the NHL. Uh, and the Sharks Sharks are a competent team. They're not dog shit, right? Am I wrong there? I mean, they're decent. Like I said, they're they're ten, ten, and two at home. They're they're about a five hundred team. Um, so, if you want to go Sharks, Diz, we will go Sharks. Sharks money line. Okay, there you go. Home dogs. Sharks, 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 sharks. <laughs> Shout out the pod there. All right, so we went. Oh wait, we went Blues minus one and a half. We went Rangers and Reg. I'm putting this in for my dumbest or for my Hail Mary parlay of the day real quick. Oh yeah, this is going to be some good value, boys. This is going to be some good value. Got the juice? Oh yeah, plenty of juice. Does it have the milk though? Ooh. Did we did we we decided to go with the blue jackets, right? Yeah, we did. And then we want the Sharks at home. All right, boys, we might as well just go ahead and go for it right now. Um, Hail Mary parlay of the day that we just constructed. Do we have any guesses on the value of this bad boy? It turned out to be 16 legs, but that's with three That's with three of them being in uh, that Bucks game with a plus 157 value on that little uh, same gamer. That's like two spiders worth of legs. One dollar to win twenty four hundred. Tyler, I wanna just go up and say one dollar to win three thousand. 
It is one dollar to win ten thousand forty-six dollars and thirty-four cents, boys. We are cooking with fire. Ah, we're raging. If that hits, baby, we're raging. No work tomorrow. AOs uh, all around. That's right, baby. That's right. I have to work tomorrow, though. Doesn't matter. Not if that hits, <laughs> you don't. Oh gosh, that's that's great. All right, boys, let's get into our dumbest dummy bets of the night. Um, well, first, let's review our dumbest dummy. Um, your boy went 0-3 again on Monday. I am absolutely just horrific right now in the dumbest dummy competition. Um, I am – well, Diz, how did you do on Monday? I went 2-2. Two and two. Um, I took over six in every single matchup. Um, just a simple – Simple, honestly, lazy betting. First first uh, day of betting after the football season, so I just took four overs. Two of them hit, two of them didn't. They're at minus value, but, hey, as long as – I don't I don't got to outrun the bear. I just got to outrun Patty Parlay, so I'm winning big. For now. You're winning big for now. For now. Until, you, until one of these teams wins by 40 points, then I'm host. That's right, baby. That is right. Uh – Let's see here. So I have my uh, dumbest dummy picks for tonight, Diz. My first one is obviously that little same gamer. The over 114.5 for the Bucks team total. Over 223 in the total for the game and the Bucks money line. Um, and then I have four teams to win tonight by 31 plus points. I have the Heat, plus, or the Heat to win by 31 plus versus the Hornets at plus 4,300. I have the Mavericks to win by 31 plus versus the Pelicans at plus 5,000. I have the Bucks to win by 31 plus versus the 76ers at plus 3,200. And then finally, the Clippers to win by 31 plus versus the Rockets at plus 1,100. All right, Diz, what do you got for us? All right, so coming into this podcast, I only had one dumbest dummy bet. And it was my Diz's Degenerate Pick of the Night. But I now have two, and I'm loving the Ducks money line <laughs> on the road. We talked about it, crafting the Hail Mary Parlay of the day. Um, I might watch Mighty Ducks tonight because my girlfriend has never seen the movie. We were mm. actually talking about this earlier in the week. Um, so I'm, I'm hoping Emilio Estevez as Gordon Bombay is going to craft a win for the Anaheim Ducks tonight. So that's my first one. I believe you said it was plus, uh, was it like, was it plus 220? Oh, plus 180. Okay. We'll ride that. And then my Diz is degenerate pick of the night. It's not super degenerate. It's just I know nothing about the teams that are playing. I'm just sticking to my roots. I have a college basketball money line parlay. Or, sorry, not money line. Uh, Iowa minus five against Michigan. I love home teams in the Big Ten, so Iowa's got to cover by five. And then UNC Wilmington over Towson. Pat, why am I taking UNC Wilmington over Towson money line? Uh, home dog. Home dogs. So those two win. I'm at plus three thirty nine value. So those are my two. Kind of some juicy value. I don't know what I'm doing anymore now that football's over, <laughs> but hopefully we can get lucky. Well, and hopefully this will get you on a on a path of getting to figure out the college basketball scene and everything because 
Boy, we have one night to get it figured out because tomorrow we are hitting the college basketball game hard. Hard, baby. Hard. All right, boys. Um, group best bets time. We went two and one on Monday. So as a group, we are only down 0.68 units. Um, what uh, what strikes the old fancy uh, here tonight, boys? What do you think about that over in the uh, Rangers Red Wings game? Okay, I, I can I can I can dig it. Good tendies, but I'm feeling a push. Feeling a push is realistic since it's at six, but you know, what was our bet? Rangers in regulation. Yes. So maybe if it goes into overtime, we lose the hail mary parlay, but we'll probably hit the over. So maybe it's a little emotional hedge, or, or not an emotional hedge. I don't care about either of these teams, but <laughs> just a hedge on your hail mary. Yeah, I'm I'm okay with that. All right, cool. Um. Tyler, anything like in the NBA or anything catch catch your fancy tonight? No, I was looking at the men's basketball, like top twenty five and Big Ten, but mm-hmm. I mean they're all huge lines. Tough, you know. Murray State against Austin P. Arizona <laughs> against Oregon State, Houston, UFC, uh UCLA, Washington State, and USC Washington. And I think all of those are home for the favorites, so gotcha. I'm not seeing much uh, much there. And then Big Ten has two games tonight. One's already done. Oh, what game play? Uh, Minnesota and Penn State played at four. Weird. Penn, and Penn State beat the brakes off of Minnesota. So, And then so that just leaves Iowa versus Michigan, and I believe that's at Iowa. Yep. So I wouldn't touch that one either because I was five point favorites, so no real value there. Whoa! Oh, you like that? Yeah, I was in my dumbest dummy. Iowa minus five is part of my parlay. I'm feeling. Yeah, part of a parlay that's good. I'm saying as a single bet, like. Uh yeah, that's true. I I'm all right keeping it out of best bets because if my dumbest dummies don't hit then we don't hit so i'm i'm kosher with that i'm kosher with that i was just saying i i like iowa minus five but i'm cool no, i think i was best. i think i was gonna win i was just looking for something with a little more juice i feel that jake jake says there's some nice player performance double options for the nba slate tonight i hope Ooh. he's watching and listening and can maybe give us some in the chat here his his favorite ones because uh I, I am curious. I haven't had a chance to dig into the player props for tonight just yet. Jake, come on into the studio. <laughs> the, the studio. Yeah, come on into the studio. Get in here. Um, but for, for group best bets, uh, I like – let's go over Penguins and Leafs. So that's another over that I like tonight in the NHL. And then to keep the theme of the uh, going for the totals tonight, we'll go with the under in that Clippers-Rockets game. So we have over for the Rangers, Red Wings, over for the Penguins and Leafs, and then finally under for the Clippers and the Rockets. Let's see. Over. Over. NBA. Under. Here we go. All right, boys. Uh, Jake said he's not wearing hockey pants. 
So he said, "Give him a second. <laughs> All right. Uh, I mean, it happens. Do, do you well, have any conspiracy theories for us while we wait for our our boy Jake? No, I'm intrigued about this. It's got milk in. What? Here you go. All right. Introducing for the first time ever on the Sports Betting by Dummies <laughs> podcast, we have our boy Jake. Jake, welcome into the pod. Long-time listener, first-time caller. Pat. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Uh, I got two things for you tonight. So I've been kind of experimenting with some different plays just to kind of keep more strategy towards my bets. Mm -hmm. uh, one's a bankroll builder. I'll go through. I look at matchups to make sure it's not going to be a blowout. I mean, you don't want to bet something on the Suns playing against Detroit. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Right. So I go through and the top or like the, the highest odd or lowest odd player to get 20 plus points in each game. I parlay them all together. Okay. Uh, so tonight I got Bam Adebayo, been on a tear. Terry Rozier, also been on a tear. Uh, Luca 20 plus, Brandon Ingram 20 plus, Embiid and Nakumbo both 20 plus. Reggie Jackson, don't like betting on him, but we're going to roll the dice there. And then Marcus Morris, all 20 plus. So that, if it wins, will be $50 on a $3 bet. Okay. Okay. So solid value. Solid value. My PPDs. Uh, so Bam Adebayo, been on an absolute tear. So they have him 25-plus uh, points in Miami to win. Last time Miami marched up to Charlotte, they there was no competition. Um, so that's plus 245. Hopefully he plays the whole game. Hopefully Charlotte steps it up. We got Luka Doncic, also been on a tear. He had an off game, but they play the Pelicans. A uh, lot of, let's see, a lot of players that got beef there. Uh, Luca 10 plus assists, Dallas to win. Hopefully that hits. Uh, Giannis and Adekumpo, double double, playing against Joel Embiid. Someone's got to step up. Um, and of course, the former finals MVP. So I got Giannis Milwaukee to win. And then Marcus Morris, 20 plus points. Clippers don't have a whole lot of options. I don't like betting for people to hit certain performance against the Rockets once again, but we're going to chance it. Marcus Morris, 20 plus. So uh, $2 payout, 106. That's a long shot, but. I like it. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you, Jake. I, I appreciate your insight and your knowledge. Anytime. And also, Tyler's mic is like, feels like it's up your nose because we can hear you breathe every time you breathe. <laughs> so <laughs> I think it's Tyler's just sensitive <laughs> mic, but it's, it's it hilarious. Is. But I enjoyed it. And you're welcome back anytime. A heat check off the bench from Jake. Heat check off the bench. Go on. Buckets. Oh, you were just saying that was a heat check from him. You're not. No, yeah, it was a great job. Oh, okay. Heat check off the bench from Jake. Yes. I was about after... to say, heat check me all the time, man. I, you know, I can bet more money. That's the thing. <laughs> awesome. And I, and I hope you're right, but I definitely have Miami to win by 31 plus points as one of my bets tonight. So, uh, you got a good shot. They, uh, <laughs> They pretty much own the Charlotte Hornets this year. So, but maybe Bam can get 25-plus points, and they can still win by 31-plus. He'll get it in the first two quarters, and then they'll just bench him, and okay. then uh, still win. Yeah, don't worry. Good deal. I'll call Spolstra. Oh, okay. Got, got your inside hook Get him on the line. <laughs> is Tyler done, or is he coming back? 
Uh, he's giving pretty much the same look he was on the podcast, just on his phone. <laughs> Back in. Close your app. Okay. Okay. Diz or Jake, anything you boys need to get off your chest before we uh, call it a call it a day? Hey, can we get a quick shout out to Marsh Supermarkets? <laughs> oh yeah. So all four of us. All four of us. All four of us did work at the Marsh. Suspiciously, it closed down after we left too. Just saying, impact. <laughs> Hey, or we were, or I ran them out of business because I was the only one working there when they shut. Actually, I don't know, Jake. You might have still been. I, I maybe Tyler was too. I don't know. Tyler, Tyler, were you there when Marsh was closing down, or were you? Yeah, yeah, he was there. Okay, was, so it's Tyler's fault. It is Tyler's fault. He was actually part of the implosion crew, even though they haven't imploded <laughs> the building yet. It's just sitting there. It is just sitting there, and it's funny because that Marsh building that is now vacant. Uh, Tyler and I went to that Noble Romans across the street. And we were talking mm-hmm. about plans yeah. to possibly purchase that marsh space and turning it into a podcasting studio, but we uh, we we didn't oh. think we could afford the space, unfortunately. In ye old uh, manager's office. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say a little big for our budget. Yeah, and yep. Uh, I still have PTSD from that place, so I'll respectively pass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, awesome! Well, shout out March Marsh Supermarkets. Um, but experts and fresh. Oh, he, he even got the tagline in there. Oh, I wasn't ready for that. Um, but thank you all for listening. We really appreciate it. Make sure you check us out on Twitter and Instagram at SportsBetByDumb. Also, make sure you go to the YouTube. You can go in that search bar on the YouTube, search for Sports Betting by Dummies, filter by channel. We should be the first one up there. Look for the black and yellow logo. You cannot miss it. Um, but again, thank you all for listening, and we will see you all tomorrow.